0: All right, I want to welcome onto the show Dr. Jeffrey Siegel. He's professor of civil engineering, and he knows a lot about air purifiers. Dr. Siegel, thanks so much for joining us. I really appreciate your time.
1: Yeah, good morning, Kelly.
0: So there are um, uh, capacity limits, of course, not only in, in bars and restaurants like we're hearing, but there's also going to be uh, restrictions on how many people we can entertain at home. We're looking at uh, the, the limits uh, readjusted to 10 indoors and 25 outdoors. I know a lot of people are nervous about even the 10 indoors because uh, there's been a lot of talk about rapid tests and how we can make use of those. And if they're negative, go ahead and and spend time with your loved ones, uh, be as safe as possible. Uh, But it's hard to even grab those rapid tests. So when it comes to air purification units, how hard are they to get your hands on these days?
1: Yeah. I mean, I found it to be really mixed. Sometimes you just go where you'd usually go, you know, your home improvement store and you can find the one you're looking for. Other times you're kind of on a wait list for a while.
0: How do you uh, navigate using that air purifier? Because a lot of them are kind of like single room only units. What do you do? Do you move them from room to room throughout the day? Or how would you suggest best uh, taking advantage of them?
1: Yeah. So um, a few options. Certainly you can do that, move it from room to room. And remember, you're using it to reduce risk. It's not like some magic silver bullet. So, for example, if you're entertaining in the dining room with a couple of people outside your household, then by all means, you know, make sure you have a good air purifier there running. Uh, If you're using it for kind of general protection, not just from COVID, but from other airborne particles, you might run it on a low speed in your bedroom overnight. And so kind of really depends on context, but that's that's certainly how we use them.
0: Are you shocked that air purifiers haven't come up more uh, within the conversation when we talk about ways to mitigate our risk when it comes to COVID-19? Um, Not
1: so much shocked. I think it's part of an old story uh, where they're kind of diminished in terms of uh, how much effect they can have. But I do think that um, they are really important kind of part of a broader conversation, not just about COVID, but about how do we protect ourselves from from many uh, respiratory infectious diseases as well as other indoor air quality threats.
0: Okay, so um, I know that not all um, purifiers are made the same, what are we looking for? Cause I'm sure there are a lot of people that are thinking, I don't know what to buy people for Christmas. We're into the final week. And you know what, maybe this is a good gift to give someone for Christmas. How do you know, uh, that an air purifier is going to work when it comes to, um, the pandemic and and COVID-19?
1: Sure. So the first thing I think I should say is that, um, I'm one of the few people who would probably like getting an air purifier for for Christmas. But uh, uh, that aside, it's actually really easy to buy one. You're looking for something called the CADR, or clean air delivery rate. And the bigger that number, the more cleaning power the air purifier has. And there's a lot of kind of complicated sizing stuff I could go through. But to make it really simple, you need a relatively big CADR if you're trying to clean a big room and you're okay with a smaller CADR in a So
0: what's a big CADR?
1: Yeah, so again, it starts to get into the kind of it depends conversation. And right. I will say there's a lot of kind of sizing calculators out there and so on. Uh, so you can do it that way. But um, this is, you know, don't hold me to this, but kind of a big room, I'd want to see a CADR of something like um, 300, 400 uh, cubic feet per minute. And in a smaller room, a number like, you know, 150, 200 is, is probably okay. But it really does depend on, you know, things like how high are the ceilings, you know, how big is the space, those kinds of things.
0: I know that a lot of people uh, have high energy um, uh, heaters and, and uh, furnaces, and some of them have uh, air filters. Would they be enough having a HEPA filter on your um, home furnace?
1: So first comment I'll make is, generally speaking, you don't want to have a filter on your furnace. And that's because the fan fan can't take the pressure drop. And so um, you have to use a lower efficiency filter. And that's fine. You can get a very good filter for your furnace. But the thing I always tell people about, I mean, it's a great thing to have a good filter in your furnace. Uh, But the problem with that is that, you know, our furnaces don't run all the time. They only run when the thermostat calls for heat. And not only that, there's a lot of kind of uh, uh, installation issues. Like if you've ever changed your filter, you probably noticed like it doesn't fit very tightly a lot of the time. There's gaps around it and so on. And so what I always tell people is, you know, the current recommendation is something called the MERV 13 uh, or, or, or better filter. So that gives you a, a, a kind of filter to buy. But the how you use it is really important. And how you use it means a few things. Number one, make sure your fan runs enough of the time to get benefit from it. So most thermostats, you can run the fan manually. If you have a smart thermostat, you can set it to run a certain amount of time every hour. Number two, make sure it's installed really well. And so I've seen people do things like put tape to make sure there's no gaps around it. Uh, you can, you know, get an upgrade and get a kind of what's called a gasketed filter rack where the filter actually kind of seals in place. Uh, and then number three is make sure you're changing the filter uh, when the manufacturer says to change it, because a used filter can actually be kind of counterproductive.
0: That's interesting. I know if we, if, there are a lot of people I'm going to touch on this poll that are nervous about having people outside the household, their immediate household in um in their house over the Christmas holidays, but um, 49% are going to go ahead and do that. If that's the case, and you're entertaining somebody from um, outside your household, not to be rude, but should you put the air purifier closest to them or closest to whoever is in your household? Like, how should you position that air purifier to make sure that people are protected?
1: Yep, great question. Uh, and so Um, first of all, I think that we just have to get past this idea of being rude. We're trying to protect people as best we can and reduce the risk. And so we have to tolerate a little bit of noise and inconvenience from an air purifier in terms of the best place to put it. Um, there are kind of two schools of thought. Number one, put it near the people you want to protect. So maybe you've got someone who's immunocompromised or elderly or, uh, uh, too young to be vaccinated, that sort of thing, not fully vaccinated. Um, that's, that's a good place to put it. You can also put it, um, near, um, someone who might be the source of the risk. So maybe someone who, you know, is out in the community and might come in contact with more people. Uh, if you don't know either of those things, you know, you can kind of put it in the center of the room. The only thing I would say that's really important about placement, don't kind of stick it in the corner. Uh, uh mm. you know, just to kind of get it out of the way, because then it can't really do its job.
0: It's going to look ugly, but it's working. Yeah. And I mean, you
1: can buy ones that have nice aesthetics and so on. But I think it's really it, if you think about just how tired we are of all the mm-hmm. measures and so on, this is one more. And, um, you know, again, it's not perfect, but it can help reduce the risk. And, you know, it's just like, you know, we're all pretty sick of wearing masks, but it's really important uh, to do so. And it's just kind of one more of those things we have to deal with.
0: I don't know if this is even in your area of expertise, but what are we looking at? Where where do air purifiers start dollar wise, and where do they go to? Do you know? Yeah, so range?
1: Um, yeah, so certainly. So first of all, you can do a do-it-yourself air purifier with a box fan and an ordinary furnace filter. And if you um, Google that, you'll see lots of great ones, and those actually perform really well. Really? Uh, and so those, yeah. Why are those we just hearing about
0: do- this now?
1: Well, I mean, I I guess I'm not really representative, but people have been talking about this for a long time. I mean, I first heard about it long before COVID for protecting people from wildfires when air purifiers were hard to get their hands on. And so, um, yeah, so you can do that and you can build one of those for about seventy dollars or so. And then a small one well, maybe you can find for about two hundred or so, a small commercial one. And then a nice big commercial one. I mean, you can spend as much as you want, like sure. most things, but you can get a decent one for on the order of $400 or so that can clean a big room quite well. And with something everyone should remember is that the cost yeah. is not in the box itself when you buy it but it's in the replacement filters. So about 90% of the total cost of ownership of, of an air purifier is in the replacement filters. Uh, and so I always suggest just psychologically so people can get used to it, to get one set of replacement filters when they buy the original filter, just so they get used to the to, to that, that cost because that's a recurring cost of course.
0: I am so happy that you joined us. I think you've given us a lot of uh, helpful information today, Dr. Siegel. It's been a pleasure having you on the show, and and uh, you've been uh, just a world of, of help for people that are really concerned about this pandemic moving forward.
1: Yeah. Well, thanks very much, and have great holidays.
0: You too. Dr. Jeffrey Siegel is Professor of Civil Engineering, talking about uh, reducing your COVID risk with air purifiers. A lot of useful information.